Hey there, welcome to Honey, I'm Homemaking. We are your hosts, April Allen and Alexa Colby, and we are so excited you're here. We are just two best friends from college who have the goal of inspiring you to love the job of homemaking in any stage of life you're in. So put on some mascara, grab your muck boots, and pour yourself something lovely while we cultivate homemaking together. No pressure. Hi, April. <laughs> Hi, April. Hi, Alexa. I don't even know how to start this podcast because we just had over an hour-long conversation before the podcast. But that was about our personal life. At least we didn't talk about the topic of the podcast before we podcast because that's when we mess up. No. I, that's when we're like, I don't even know what to talk about. I will never do that because <laughs> my, my my great advice comes once and one only once. I'm just kidding. We literally listen to our podcasts after and we're like oh my gosh that was good i, I said that like a week ago i know wow with, with frugal time I we was take like, our own advice sometimes yeah tearing up and then we don't and then we you know i wasn't taking my advice for that frugal time <laughs> yeah and then i listened to it and i was like man get your crap together Alexa. let's go <laughs> It's worse when so, it comes from your own voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to Honey, I'm Homemaking. Yep. Where we, uh, you know, you said the tagline so much that I've forgotten. Uh, Go ahead. Welcome to Honey, I'm Homemaking <laughs> with Alexa Colby and April Allen. You can find Alexa Colby at Alexa Colby on Instagram. And you can find April Allen nowhere currently because she deleted her instagram again but we are here on this <laughs> we're here on this podcast to inspire you to love the job of homemaking whatever that looks like whatever stage you are in um whatever your day-to-day -day looks like enjoying the monotony and recreating the knowledge and importance of that a home is not a home without a homemaker. That is this the seventh it? time now? Yeah. That was great. <laughs> Bravo. Is this the seventh time now you've deleted your Instagram account? I don't want to talk about it. I just can't do it. We're not bringing this up again. We just had an hour-long conversation about it. We did. And I'm That's pretty okay. sure by now, when every podcast we talk about, it's April hates social media. Well, I think people go and the look for you. I'm on here is with you. True. People go and you. look for you and they're like, where the heck is she? Non-existent. Sorry. Well, I was going through and I made I made her one post on our Instagram page and I was like, I'm going to tag her. Go to tag you. And I'm like, that's not her. That's somebody else. <laughs> I'm like looking through, going through the bio. I'm like, she deleted her Instagram. Let me just <laughs> take that out of the bio. She didn't even tell me. I didn't tell myself. Uh, I just did it. I blacked out. It's my alter ego. She was just mad one night and she was like, F Instagram. Let's go. Click. When I get depressed, I blame it on social media. And I delete it. Uh, well, if you need to blame something, that's one thing to blame. Yeah. 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 See? Some people Healthy. drink their sorrows. Some people delete their Instagram. <laughs> Hello, my name is April and I have a problem. 
I delete my social media. I would I love to see your logins and how many logins <laughs> you have and how Saved. they're all like blank. <laughs> and your Gmail is like, what in God's name is going on? Is she like a no. burner account? No, I keep, I've kept the same email since I college. Know. I, I know. Oh, so the, the GSU one is like, what is going Outlook is like, oh my gosh. Oh, wait, no, I don't use that one, which I want to log back onto that one because personal reasons, but there's an email on there that I want to <laughs> retrieve. Um, I've tried to retrieve my uh, BGSU account. Let's just say they said you have overall. lifetime access. Yeah, well, you have to be able to log into your BGSU account online. Account. Yeah, and if you think I have, so here's my problem: is I can't access my email anymore. Hmm. Um, because it's locked out. But so they say you have to go to your BGSU account. <laughs> And you have to get it unlocked. Well, I don't know my login for my BGSU account. And they say, well, if you don't know your login, just click forgot password. And it sends it to your email. That doesn't work. So. Yep. You have to call the school. Here we are. Call IT. Anyway, we're not talking about social media today. We are not being frugal with social media. At least Alexa's not. Alexa's not. I am the poster child for being frugal for social media. I wouldn't even call it being frugal. I'd be at like anti-social media. I'm, um, I have the, I have the, um, the zombie shelter in the basement. I'm that level of anti-social media. Just kidding. I don't. Mm. Ha You're supposed to laugh. Oh, ha ha. <laughs> Anyway, what are we talking about today, Lex? Material goods. Boom, bam. Material dun, dun, dun. goods. The stuff that I love. Do you? Well, sometimes, yeah. I mean, so where are we going with this? How are we going to be frugal really. with our material goods? Well, uh. since April has a deleting her social media problem. I, I guess I will uh, admit my um, uh, anonymous um, problem that I have buying furniture. I can think of another one. What's that? Um, tech stuff for the business. Oh, let's, that's not even, that's not a material <laughs> good. Get out what of here. What do you mean? That's for the online. You rationalize it under the business and you buy like <laughs> 17 cameras. Oh, you're talking about that. Oh, copy. Let I thought me, you were talking about like buy, all the courses that I bought. million dollar. Oh, the courses you buy, but that's not technically physical. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I was like, get out of here. That's online consumption. <laughs> I'm talking about your cameras. Yeah. And the stuff that you buy for the business. Yeah. Well, I only have one camera right now. I really want to buy another one, but I can't because I want to have two. But I technically don't need two right now. I think I need two, but mm-hmm. I don't. So, because mm-hmm. I always tell myself, oh, yeah, you could start YouTube videos again, and then I won't. So, 
but yeah waiting but yeah so i guess how do we <laughs> i just wanted to this. call you out and then it was i know i don't even crap. know what to say that's the podcast see you all later i have a problem uh, I, I don't <laughs> like you make me sound like i like things because like i do like things but i like particular things that are going to like that are you're going to very help me. you're good at rationalizing expense well i'm not like out but buying like honestly, baseball cards i know i know yeah. they're useful things don't get me wrong they're functional they're just high-end functional this is and this is just this is just coming end. from someone that high-end high-end tech stuff more than I have. My whole podcast setup cost me like 120 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. So okay. And hopefully really by the time this anything. one goes up, I'm gonna have a what? little ebook you can download if you're Woo-hoo. looking to start a podcast. You can get yep. my free. Just give me your email and put your email in, and you can get a free how to start a podcast. Honestly, it just, if Lex could have had someone that would have just given her this, this, this is what I did. Because that was Lex's biggest complaint when we started this podcast because she does all the research and I don't research anything. Um, she was just, will you just tell me what to use? Tell me what to buy. Tell me what to use. Tell me what you use. And no one was giving away that information. And 100% that's why Lex is doing this now is to save people that genuinely, because we're not like experts. With the, We bought the bare minimum to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we learned a couple things that we liked and what we didn't. And we've put out a couple podcasts. And if that's what you're looking to do, then this is what's perfect for you. It's easy. It's simple. And it gets you from point A to point F. Not all the way to Z, but pretty much good to start. And you don't have to go through all the trauma that Lex did of doing all the research and all of that. She was like, just just tell me what you use. But she couldn't find anyone that told her what she used. Well, that and that's the problem is like... And I know people try to do like different variations, you know, but it, I spent way too many hours, let's just say researching what I needed. And I just wanted somebody who had, who sounded good, who had good quality podcasting, um, and just, and didn't spend a lot of money. That's all I wanted. So that is going to be the Profitable Podcaster ebook that you can download and go from there. So, yeah. Anyways, speaking of buying podcast equipment, Back to our topic, material goods. I don't know how I want to segue into this, but um, material goods. Let me let me just ask a question. I don't know. What sure. does material goods mean to you? <laughs> The same question we had at the beginning of every podcast. I really don't have anything. Are we talking about how we're going to be frugal with material goods this fall? Uh, Is that what we're talking about? 
See, we don't well, even let's know. let's start. Well, I was going to start. We don't even know. <laughs> I love you. Um, all right. So my journey with being frugal with material goods. I mean, I grew up going to Goodwill and all that. I, I still can't spend full price on anything material. So a little bit of a head start there. I think I got like one thing from yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch as a teenager and I wore it until it fell apart just because it was like my one cool item, you know? That's awesome. But I know, right? But I don't know. I didn't grow up like super material. We always had what we needed, but I did grow up spoiled where it wasn't a lot of things that my parents said no about. It just was the unnecessary stuff. Like, I look at kids nowadays, and they're in middle school, and they're walking around with, like, you ever seen those Stanley cups? The, yeah, one of those. How much was that? Let's not talk about it. No. How much was it? As well, you mine was more. As mom cup. Mine was more. Why was yours more? Because of the, I think it's because of the color so popular. But also, like, it's very soft on the outside. Okay. What'd you pay for it? Well, this is my second one because my daughter broke my other one. Yeah. I think the first time around I spent $70 and the second time around I spent 55 Listen. Okay. I know you're going to tell me I make up all excuses. We've got most of our stuff paid off. Good and on top rationalizing. of that. I am. You're very good at rationalizing your senses. What do you want me to say? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Anyway, anyway. Okay, this like is what I tell middle everybody. schoolers, elementary schoolers walking around with a $70 water bottle. I lost a water bottle daily, especially as an athlete. Well, that's you. Okay. That's not fine. Me. That's also true. I don't take care of my material goods. Which is why I don't buy expensive things. Here we go. And, and I feel that way with purses. I feel that way with purses and sunglasses, though. Those like can go for the birds. Spend more. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, I won't spend. No. The most I spend on a purse on. is $20. That's it. I won't. Because right. if I, my $20 purse that I love so much that's so cute. Uh, I spilled water and I didn't know. Well, actually, my lovely daughter threw her sippy cup and it was dripping and I didn't know. Mm. And it was dripping on a envelope that had Sharpie on it. Hmm. And the envelope was underneath my purse. Yep. And so now I have the, a beautiful Sharpie. Writing. Sharpie. On my, on my $20 <laughs> purse. And I'm like, this is why I don't spend money. And I lose sunglasses all the time. So I don't spend any more than like 10, 11 bucks on sunglasses. I would say so. Lexa and I do have a difference in, I guess, opinions when it comes to material items. Because Lex buys high quality, high price tag items with the things that matter. So like she's still goes to Goodwill. When when I go visit, we go to Goodwill. She finds the bargains where she can. 
but if she's gonna spend if she's gonna get something that has the possibility to last a hundred years she will most of her furniture in her house has already been lasted a hundred years and she wants it to last a hundred more so we already we're already looking at new couches not new but facebook marketplace couches oh slash because i that's the thing so there are some things in my life that i buy that are super expensive like this water bottle for instance because i'm going to I'm going to defend myself, okay? This is what I tell people. And I know a lot of moms are going to think I'm selfish and I don't care. My daughter has access to literally everything in my home, pretty much, besides my tech. Because she will destroy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, she even has access to me, my body, because we're still breastfeeding, okay? Mm -hmm. So she gets everything, right? The one thing I get that I don't share with her is my water bottle. And so I'm going to have a nice dang water bottle because it's probably the only nice thing <laughs> that I have to showcase to the world, okay? Because I got a sharpened up purse. I got bent sunglasses. And if I have a... I probably go out in public with a stain on my shirt all the time, not because I don't wash my clothes, but before I get out the door, my daughter has taken her buttery lips and wiped them all over me. And yeah. yeah. So if anything is going to look nice, it's going to be my water bottle. And because hey. all I drink is water and coffee and that's it. True. So that honestly, that's probably besides tech. I hear your nose again. My Sounds nose? like you're in the wind. Yeah, when you breathe, your nose goes. Oh, I think I just took a deep breath. Oh. I feel like I'm outside going. <laughs> <laughs> those of y'all, <laughs> y'all couldn't see that. But she looked like one of those things outside of a car salesman. <laughs> oh, oh, my warm. God. Was it the glasses? <laughs> I don't the know. screen. Anyway, all right. So we're going to get on topic now. All right. So I'm going to talk about why or like what I look for in making purchases because am I great at being frugal about materialistic stuff? I'm better than I was before. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so maybe so you like, can talk about how you're going to be frugal this fall with yes. material goods. Well, um, I don't have any money. <laughs> so I won't be purchasing material goods. But um no, realistically I really push myself to reuse clothing. Clothing is a is a huge one yeah. of like not participating in fast fashion. None of nothing I wear fits in with I don't even know what the current fashion is. I coach a cheerleading team of middle schoolers and the things I wear, they wear, I'm just like, okay, that's different. But I don't, I don't even want to get into the topic of fashion. Well, materialistic of fashion. 
It's it, I don't it's, have. It comes and it goes. I want to say I have fashion. We don't have fashion. We're in not our at the, not at this stage of life. Especially late twenties. Well, I was like for a while. I was late dressing 20s up is when we lose it. Oh well, I was dressing up for a while. Like I was wearing jeans every day, wearing nice shirts, looking real pretty. And then well, I got pregnant, and nothing fit. So now it's leggings. Yep. I was watching another girl, um, a girl that I love on Instagram, and one of her reels came up, and she was like, "Can we just go back to like dressing up every day?" And which I'm all down for. I love dressing up. It makes me feel like the badass woman that I know is well, way deep inside. And then I go and try to put on jeans and the button is like seven inches now from ever. <laughs> Cause I got a nice little belly from the baby and I'm like, yeah. well, leggings it is. So leggings it is. Well, it's I'm almost fall season. So well, leggings are in. Yeah. And I'm in that awkward phase of pregnancy right now where the, even the pregnancy pants don't look good. Mm. Like I just look like the Michelin tire man walking around. That's what it is. So you're so you know, nice the big to white blob. Yes, I'm aware of what he is. Now say something nice about yourself. I have great hair. Thanks. All right. So for one clothing, I do know that I have to get some more leggings. And I do spend a decent amount of money on leggings only because your girl is cold. And in the winter, jeans are too cold. Jeans are not thick enough in New York weather. So I wear some fleece-lined leggings. And they are the greatest thing to exist on this earth. And I How go much to Target, you spend on those? $20 each. Oh, which bad. is it's a lot for me. But I bought like two or three pairs last year. And I have to find a couple from the multiple moves. But I know those are 100% what I will be wearing. I have to find them and I'll probably buy a couple more. And I spend good money on socks because my feet are always cold. And then other than that, it is Goodwill big sweaters. And that is my winter, fall, winter, and early spring attire. But clothing-wise, I'm pretty decent for the upcoming season. So, so I'll try not to spend money on clothing. So I'm going to pause you because I think we should take yeah. everything that we're frugal with material goods-wise and give tips as to how you can be frugal with that item. Oh. Well, so I have my own I'm tips, frugal. but you go first. How I'm frugal with clothing in specific is that I just, I don't know how to explain it. I don't buy clothing if I have a pair of pants to put on my body and they, that, that they fit. So but like if I you buy were to off go, of necessity. Yeah. So if you were to go, let's just say you needed stuff then. Mm-hmm. It's the fall. Yep. While you're suffering out. Um, what would you do? Secondhand. For sure. Secondhand store, clothing. Um, secondhand for filling my kitchen with things that I might need. Um, 
Craigslist is always great for finding things. And we must but, have good Craigslist by you because I never find Craigslist. anything for me have, on there. We have good ones. Mm-mm. Like, no, I don't think anybody around me uses Craigslist. I think they use Facebook Marketplace more than anything. Well, yeah, I use Facebook Marketplace for more of like the household stuff. But Craigslist is good for like animals and big items. And then yeah, I can't find anything there. on there for my animals. Yeah, that's so weird to me. But yeah, so secondhand and like finding bargains where you can if you need something. But honestly, my biggest tip for being frugal is learn how to do without. Like you don't have a cheese grater. I didn't have a cheese grater or I, I broke mine because it was a cheap one that I bought at not an actual like Walmart or anything. And I just took the time to cut tiny little shreds of my cheddar block cheese. You can still make it work. And if you're going to go out and spend $8 on a cheese grater when you're only going to use it that once, because you, you pick and choose when you can be a bit more materialistic or not based on your finances, too. Like, you can splurge and get a nice cheese grater kind of thing. But in the moment, pick and choose your battles of, do I need A, B, and C? So, like, do I need a cheese grater or do I need to save my money for insulation so my ho- I don't freeze in my house over winter? And that really helps me to not be buy more material things. Plus, if you move like at least once a year, you get rid of stuff anyway because you don't want to pack it up in boxes. You see, you are the definition of off grid. I can promise you. <laughs> I can. <laughs> if you are like me and not among the off grid, please. Go and send I us a like DM you on Instagram. Be, you should be having you. I feel like I should be interviewing you well, because I, I have a very different. What, well, I wanted to see what you had to say. I didn't know we were going off the bandwagon of "Hi, I'm Little House on the Prairie," and I well, survive what, off of that happens every time. Yeah, but it's so you never know. Somebody might be just like you, so I might need to hear True. you. True. But also, like, even if, even though you're not, even though you're living this way now, you weren't always living that way, but you still, like, in college, for God's sakes, like, there's, there might be a lot of college students listening to this, so how can you be frugal with material goods? Like, I guess when it comes to clothing, like, for me, like, I have to go get clothing because I'm pregnant and... Doesn't fit. I mean, I do have some clothes for my last pregnancy, but I lived, my last pregnancy, I lived in my work clothes, so I didn't have to go and mm-hmm. get a lot of clothes. And I don't have mm-hmm. to get a lot of clothes now, but I definitely want some sweaters. And so I want to look nice this fall, you know? And I guess, like, I probably do the yeah. same thing you do. I go to Goodwill, um, secondhand shops. Um and you just like style wise, like I'm pregnant, but even when I'm not pregnant, I like to get sweaters that are 
bigger than me. And mm-hmm. like, I'm usually, I don't know, like a large in most sweaters. So I'll go like 1X, 2X, get them real big for like even pregnancy, but even not pregnancy, like, and just stuff them in. I just like bigger shirts, you know, during the winter and bigger sweaters. That's my preference. Mm -hmm. And leggings, I, I don't know. I have been a workout junkie for a very long time. So I'm very particular on my leggings Mm -hmm. and if they don't feel right, like I had pregnancy leggings one time and I said, never again. <laughs> Screw that. That was the, it was like wearing tights. And you're just like praying to God when you bend over, there's no shadow. Like, oh gosh. I, and you pay so much money for them. I'll never do it again. Well, I'd that's a get, good way to be frugal mm-hmm. is like, watching like how many you need genuinely Mm -hmm. so if you you don't need 25 of the same thing yeah and then past that like buying a good quality set of something that is going to last a long time yeah like my leggings that i pay for everybody's gonna die i don't care they're 70 dollars like i I'm sorry. I have to like for one, they're going to hold up with my thick thighs that rub together and two, I, I don't have any hips and it's not me bringing myself down. It's just because I don't have hips. I don't fill out pants. So pants, like I, I almost feel like I have like a sensitivity to pants. Like if they don't feel good, no, yeah, it didn't happen, especially pregnant too, because you have such a bigger belly, you know, and mm-hmm. the hips don't always go with the belly, so everything's a little weird and wonky. But that's when, and yeah. that's when you just like, so if you're being frugal with buying clothes, you only buy like if you wanted to buy that $70 pair of leggings, give yourself a budget, how you're going to get there, and then. You know, go to Goodwill and get a couple sweaters. Don't go to TJ Maxx and buy the $12, $15 sweaters. Or the, honestly, they're probably $20, $25 now. Yeah. Go in, go to Goodwill. Easy. I swear people drop off the nice. I have 100%. It doesn't fit me now because I'm pregnant. But I got this sweater upstairs. It's 100% cashmere. Do you know how much that costs in a no. store? $100. I got it for four, four Mm dollars. And the best thing to go is if you are going to go Goodwill shopping, we're giving you all our tips. Go to the expensive cities. Then people just like, yeah, yeah. When they make money, they just throw it. They're like, not, not, you know what? That's not my style this year. I wore it once last year. Here you go. Tag still on it. Tags still on. Tags are still on some of them. You're breaking it's crazy. up. But no, I'm not. We're not breaking up. You, you are. It's, <laughs> it's a joke. I know. 
Um, okay, so let's talk. Let's get down to the nitty gritty about the material goods. Maybe you don't have any problems, but I've already kind of talked about mine. But what is something materialistic wise you could spend a lot of money? At? I mean, let me think back to before my current housing situation, because right now all of my money pretty much goes to animals or insulation or plumbing or basic living, you know. Prior to that, a lot of my material goods were hobbies. So I feel like that's a huge one. So for me, it was canning was always a huge hobby. And I'm going to let Putter, Lex put her headphones back on because I feel like she's going to really appreciate this one. So oh. my topic I brought up with you back was that hobbies. Because I was thinking back before I moved into the hunting cabin and all my money went into insulation and plumbing and like basic life necessities. Yeah. When I yeah. had extra income and all of those other needs were met, indoor plumbing, all that. My, like, material things that I would collect and get really into and that would just fill up my living space was mm -hmm. canning goods, crafting goods, and to summarize that, it was hobbies. Hobbies was a huge one of material stuff. And, and at one point, my hobby was Goodwill shopping. Like, shopping became an entertainment for me and when life was hard I would just go out and go goodwill shopping so I feel like part of it is like being frugal with materials is using what you have for hobbies and things that you want to do and then also not letting materialism be your therapy and or entertainment that was huge for me when back before this era of my life. Why are yeah. you laughing at me? Just because. <laughs> You're just such a simple maiden. Uh, yeah. I don't have any of the fancy stuff that people have. I was excited when I got a Goodwill $4.99 bread maker. Well, to be honest, like, I think we talked about this last podcast, but... You know, I, I mean, like I said, my problem is buying furniture, but I don't buy brand new. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. All the furniture in my house is secondhand. It has either been given to me for free or I've bought it. Um, I have these antique couches that are in my library, actually in my podcasting room. And um, one day I'll get them all like set up to be, you know refluffed and whatnot but I got two chairs and a couch and it's a green couch and green chairs and they're super pretty and the wood is hand carved like great 250 for all that mm -hmm. you know and honestly probably the most expensive material good when it comes to decorating the home is my vintage rugs it's probably the most expensive out of all of them yeah. But I mean, when it comes to, and you can find some really nice furniture online. So 
I guess my tip is, is that if you're trying to be frugal, but if you're decorating a room or if you like, we're decorating our guest bedroom, because when my guests come, I want them to have everything they need up there, like a place to sit. I like to have a little coffee bar up there, a dresser to put their clothes in. There's a nice big old walk-in closet that they can hang their stuff. You know, I know. Thanks. I want it to be nice, you know? And oh, I love it when to... my room looks nice when I get there. <laughs> it's It might. <laughs> I don't think. Well, if you come by the end of September, which we'll talk about after. <laughs> um, She's like, no. Um, Maybe by the time you come next, it'll be painted. Nice. So, but anyways. Yeah. I mean, just start looking at Facebook Marketplace now. I won't lie to you. People think they, people have realized that they do have gold mines in a way and they're charging up the Yuha. I mean, it's a gold mine to me, but at the end of the day too, it's an old piece of furniture. It's most of the time it's been batted down and it needs some love. So, but so I'm just saying Facebook marketplace has gotten a little more expensive, but you can still find a pretty good deal on there. Yeah. So I, my dresser upstairs in our bedroom, I got for $25. Nice. It's got glitter and markers all over it. And one day I will sand it down and do that little oven cleaner thing to it. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. So you put oven cleaner on it and it takes all the stain off and re- like exposes the natural wood. And it's really oh, cool. pretty. I would tell you to look it up on Instagram, but you don't have that. So, oh my um, gosh, jeez, mom, leave me be. I mean, I don't care, but like, I just, I don't know. I mean, look it up on YouTube. You have YouTube. I do have YouTube. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cough a lot. Sorry, but yeah, just start finding furniture on there and what. I know it's not everybody's style, but um, okay. Tech stuff, I don't know what to tell anybody. I buy everything brand new, so. Mm-hmm. Um, All I have to offer to this podcast is just a soap. My soapbox. What's From that? over the years. My soapbox from over the years is that we just don't need half the shit. I'm sorry. I just swore on the podcast. We don't oh God, need. I gotta put it as explicit now. we don't need half the stuff that we have like literally the more i look into marketing because i was looking into doing like affiliate marketing and i don't know if i still am or not i'm i'm up and down why you always just want to break up with me no you're you live out in the boonies come in nicely i do it is a uh Am I good now? I always say I live out in the boonies, but you really live out in the boonies. Like you, you live at the shack, I, like different in the middle definition. of nowhere. Yeah. If yep. you, anything were to happen to you, nobody would know. You're that. Mi- I would know, but you're the mystery girl. So. <laughs> am I good now? I think so. Go am ahead. I here now? Or am I, are we breaking up again? We, we're breaking up again. We're getting back together. No, baby, come back. Okay, you're there, but you're not there. So I- move over to the left a little bit. Hello? 
Okay, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let me get my soapbox out before sex breaks up with me again. Anyway, um, we just don't need all the stuff that we have. So, yes, you can totally... You can totally find ways to buy things cheaper. But your mindset going into that is do I actually do I actually need it? So Oh yeah. What? Am I, I mean it's pretty much what we're talking about. Yeah, but it's but it's like we were talking about last week, like debt over desire that we came up with. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a lot I, I, it, it's, it's very it, rare for people to not have debt. It's very rare. And yeah. Um I think it's a good thing to think about and I think we can get so like you're saying so crazy obsessed with having that next big thing, you know, like getting the new iPhones every time they come out or get like a lot of times and this is this has a lot to do with social media. So I'll give you this one, April. But um, when you get on social media and you see something somebody has, right? You're looking at them and you're like, oh, gosh, that is so cute. I want that. I want that. And then you message them. Where did you get that? And they tell you where you got it. And they say, oh, just use, you know, just use my link or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or they get on the LTK, which... I, I'm not complaining for anybody on LTK because I'm. It, it's a like to know it creator thing. So oh. I'm about to get on there just in case anybody wants any of the stuff I have. But anyways, <laughs> um, it's another form of income for creators. So it's great. Creators. But, um, creators. Um, not influencers. We're creators. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's. But. And then you say, hey, where'd you get that? And then they tell you where you got it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I have to have that. So then you go and buy it. And I think we see what everyone else has. Even though a lot of these people are at a different stage in life. And we want what they have. Because we want the life that they have. So to get that life, sometimes we think we need to get the things that they have. There are things that do help us stay organized. Like, this full focus planner, you know, I got this a few months ago. I was just telling you about it. Do I need it? No. Maybe at this point in my life I do. I don't know. <laughs> but it was $40 for that planner. And I got it because another creator had said, do you want to get organized with your time? You, you know, they do all these things and they, they're allowed to do that. They're allowed to. I do that on my page because people ask me, so I might as well just give them the information to help them out, you know. But I think as people, we have such an impulse to buy. I'm talking to myself here. I mean, I have not bought from Amazon in over a month since we started this podcast because my goal is to not buy things. But I'll tell you what, Amazon was coming to my house about three or four times a week Mm -hmm. because it's impulsive to buy Mm -hmm. it you know like it's right there 
just click checkout. It'll go on your Amazon credit card. You're going to get a bunch of points. It's going to be great. Huh? Yes. I'm sorry. Um, let me just chime in because what I'm hearing from yeah. this conversation uh -huh. is that the best way to be frugal with material goods is to not have the input of social media in your brain telling you to buy everything? No, no, no. Because that's oh, like... um, what? No. Yeah. No, back up. Yes. No, yes. You're literally saying, listen, listen, you're literally saying that by watching other people and having that comparison, it makes you want to buy the thing so that it seems it like, does. and that is a full marketing scheme to get people to buy things they don't need. So if you hey. want to be less materialistic, stop being on social media and watching everyone else with all no. the crap they buy. Hey, don't say and that, that because they're being I'm on social paid, media and I'm trying and to make money. They're, no, they're being paid to sell you things. No, Understand in your brain that that is what social media is. They have that's affiliate funny. links. They, Honey, you just said it. You just proved my whole point. You can't go back from here. Oh, I mean, I agree, but I don't think it's staying off social media. I think in general think because, huh? I think it could help. Of course it could, but then people want to be able to make money online like they do now. <laughs> I'm just saying, I support you in anything no. that you do, but listen, if somebody wants to genuinely become less tied to this impulse to buy and that they don't feel like they can control it, take a break from social media, take a break from that input and see how much less you buy. But if there's one thing you could cut out of your life that unless it's your career, I'm talking about people that don't make I'm not I'm not saying this to at you. I'm not saying this to I know. to to make you feel bad or anything. But if a general person that works a nine to five that does not or whatever job they are they have that's not social media, that's not how they make money, if they want to stop feeling the impulse to constantly buy things one thing they could take out of their life is the input of everyone trying to sell them things constantly subconsciously. Most of that is they're selling no, things I mean, and they don't even know they're being sold things. I mean, I do get that, but not everybody has an impulse to buy. Like I see a lot of things on social media that people have, but I don't go and buy them. And I think that yeah. just comes with age <laughs> and time as well. Like <laughs> I don't go and buy this Stanley cup, I never saw anybody have it. I was just online looking for a cup and I was like, mm -hmm. you liked it. And then once I got it, it just started popping up everywhere, you know, and it's part it, of the algorithm. But I think stuff, right? Not everybody's going to get off social media. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it also has to be with, I don't disagree with you because we do, like I said, we get on social media and we have this, whole like we do get this impulse is like they have it i want it or they they say this helps them i want it or this is cute i want it but it's not always doesn't mean there's a difference between people who have a problem with spending and people who can like manage it you know so i think that that comes into play too but instead of yelling at them <laughs> Let's give them some wisdom. 
Oh, I feel yelled at right now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, Bob. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just very passionate about that because it genuinely changed my life. But that could be a topic for a different day. What I wanted to come of that is that there is psychology that goes into marketing and advertising and all of that to try and get you to buy stuff. And sometimes people are very susceptible to that. And one way that you could possibly stop buying the next new thing or think buying something that you think you need, but you never thought you needed it before you watch this video is to not watch those videos and just take a break from them and see how much money you actually spend. That's, that's all. That's all. Well, yeah. And if you do have like an issue with spending like that or, you know, getting on social media, oh my gosh, I want what they have. Yeah. Just take, get off of it. Don't follow those people anymore. Mute them. You don't have to unfollow them. Just mute them. Uh I've done that with plenty of people for various reasons. Um, but okay. So material goods. Also, if you're in a season like we are right now, it's probably not a good idea to buy material goods. Yeah. So, but if you do need material goods, like it's fall and people want to decorate for their home. First off, obviously, like we're going to say, check out Goodwill, check out, check out your basement. Yeah. Well, Mine's pretty organized, but check out what you already have and see how you mm-hmm. could be creative to make it into something new. Yeah. And maybe this ain't the season where you decorate all fun for Halloween and put a bunch of blow ups outside and all that, mm-hmm. you know, or Take go to the Dollar Tree, off. even though it's not a dollar. They anymore. have some good decor. Mm-hmm. It's not <laughs> cute. It's not a dollar. Dollar twenty five. Dollar twenty-five <laughs> plus tax. Plus tax. Plus tax. Um, yeah. you know, and I don't know. I get when it comes to material goods, like I, oh, I don't buy anything expensive material-wise for the home for everyone to use because everyone's using it. My plates. I never thought about that. Yeah. So my tech stuff, yeah, I'm going to spend more money on. Because one, I want it to work nice. But two, like, <laughs> nobody's touching it. Not it's a only soul. you. Only me. And I'll make sure of that till the day I die. I will put locks on it. I don't care. Like, I mean, if my, my husband can touch it, but he doesn't use it for anything. So, and even if he did touch it, I would trust him. Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, nobody touches it, but for the home, if the people in the home are touching the home items, then I don't go crazy for it. Like the cheese grater you're talking about earlier, you can find that at a secondhand shop easily. And you may not find it the one day you go, but go a few days later. I'm sure it'll be there. Mm -hmm. Silverware. I get it all secondhand. Because people lose it. I have a silverware set from my wedding. And that's what made me realize that while I have young children, 
I am not going to have nice silverware. Mm-hmm. It'll be functionable, but it's going to be secondhand. All my plates, 25 cents each. Yep. Yep. If it breaks, oh, well, they were 25 cents. Mm-hmm. All my platters, everything I always get from Goodwill. And there will come a season in my life where I will go and I'll buy a prettier platter or I'll do something nice. But a lot of times it's all just, they're beautiful and I don't want them to break, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, but they're replaceable mm-hmm. very easily. And it's not going to, it's not going to break my bank yeah. for people to have that, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you can even find like, I mean, it's really hard to find instant pots at, on that you can't find everything they're pretty you might cheap be able to nowadays um, yeah what you can even the new ones they're pretty cheap like not yeah. the giant fancy one that's also an air fryer and also a freaking i don't even know wash your clothes at the same time mm-hmm. they're making these things crazy now but mm-hmm. the the generation ones like the og ones are like 25 bucks now and yeah. it does the same purpose i only have the OG one and I've never gotten anything past it because I don't need it that kind of brings me to one thing that I I think about often is that if there's there's things out there that make life easier Mm -hmm. I remember talking about this in one of our very first podcasts of conveniences of the dishwasher but you wash your dishes you could pay to get a dishwasher, but just for convenience, you could pay to have to turn three of your appliances because you have an air fryer, you have an instant pot, and you have a like a stove that you can saute something. Mm-hmm. Or you can get this one thing, and it's all three of those things. Then you can get rid of all three of the other ones that you have, but you already have the three things. Yeah. So then you don't need the one thing. It's no. it's the it's the selling to get things to that the whole sale pitch is that it makes your life easier because it's three in one and or does it quicker. But that's not really think about if that's a good enough reason to buy another material item. To have another material item in your house. Unless you're mm-hmm. one of those people where it's like I buy this thing and it gets rid of four things and I actually get rid of those four things. But a lot of times people don't actually get rid of the four things, the four other appliances that this one is supposed to replace. And then they end up having five things. Yeah. Or, and, and that's a huge, that's just a huge thing for me because yeah, I could go buy a newer Instapot and have all the different other features on it, but I know how to do all those things with the things that I have and my needs are met. I don't need to get something else. Well, and I think it goes with also, if it's not broke, don't go buy a new one. Yep. Just don't don't buy a new one. Like Mm -hmm. my Instant Pots, (laughs) they've seen better days. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they do what they need to do. They get the job done. Mm -hmm. And they cook for my family. And so it's, uh, yeah, don't go and just buy a new one because you like the way the other one looks. And that's like with anything, 
you know, like what's something I like to, I'm always looking for different, like I sound like a nerd and I'm not, but cause I don't know anything Which about is. this stuff. Huh? Hmm? Uh, oh, but I am. Okay. <laughs> like I, I love looking at tech stuff cause I always like to upgrade. So that's why she brought it up earlier. Mm-hmm. Like right now, <laughs> I have a, I have a uh, I, Mac laptop, and I already want a desktop because my eyes are old. Mm-hmm. I got the biggest Mac laptop that I could mm-hmm. because my I'm getting old and I like the bigger screens. Mm-hmm. I'm already like, man, I would love a desktop like right here, you know. And but I don't need it, and that's mm-hmm. the other thing you have to remember too is. Just because you want a material good. We live in such a society now with credit cards, even debit cards. So I was, I listened to a financial podcast. Um, It's called, I I would recommend listening to it, April, because I love her. Um, She wrote a book too, and I read it and it was so good. Generation Wealth by Candy Valentino. Mm-hmm. She came from a super poor family and she like changed her whole life around. It was so, it's so good. Nice. Anyways, she said that the number one reason why everybody's broke is because they have a debit card. Credit card? Debit card. Hmm. Because we have, it's almost like a high when you oh, swipe, swipe or yeah. to put your card in and you're, a lot of times people are not checking their bank account before they do it. Yeah. They're not checking to see what's come out. They're not balancing their checkbook, stuff like that. I'm not going to say like I'm all on that, but I try to be mindful, you know, because in the past I was a person where I didn't do that. And then you look at the account and you're like, oh my gosh, what the heck happened? And then you look back and you're like, oh, I spent money here and there and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah. So even debit cards too. Not saying you have to pay with cash, but like when Andrew didn't have his job, I said that debit card is only used to pay bills. Listen, that was the best time of our life because it was so nice to not see anything hit that account. Only mm-hmm. the bills. And so how did you yeah, pay for but, other stuff though? We would take out a certain amount of money out of the bank and we didn't do the envelope system. We didn't really have much to pay for outside Mm of bills and food. So we would just say, this is what we have for groceries and this is what we have for gas. So Mm -hmm. just go from there. But anyways, like, you know, it's so easy to buy a material good now because you can just put like the Amazon credit card. Girl, that gives me every time. I love it because they're like 5% cash back. Here you go, buddy. And so I've got like all these points and um, I mean, I pay it off, but still it's, it's sometimes it's more per month than what I want it to be, you know? Mm -hmm. And so during that time, honestly, when you go through a financial struggle to the point where you We had money coming in when Andrew lost his job, but we didn't. There was at one point in time, all we had was unemployment. And I don't care. Anybody says unemployment now sucks. 
I think he got 40% of what he was making mm-hmm. when on the unemployment, but, and you don't get any overtime in unemployment. So, um, that just like, like when you go through really hard money issues, which, you know, I feel like everybody's kind of been there at one point, maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody. It's like the worst, but best time of your life. Because that's, I think that's one of the only times we really have control over our money is when we Mm -hmm. actually force ourselves to take it. And, you know, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's when it comes to the, you had to use self-control. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, so we either pay our mortgage this month or I can go buy this piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. Which one would you like? You want your house? Were made a lot easier when you're in a financial bind. Yeah, and then also, yeah, but also, I think if you're financially stable or financially free, you know, which is what I hope for Andrew and I one day, I think you can be a little more fluid Mm -hmm. at that time too. You don't know. Sometimes I believe that it really takes a difficult, aggressive time in the life for people to really get their finances under control because we live in a saving society. We're always being saved by something. I have family members who, if they don't have money, they reach out to other family members for money. And that family member will always save them. That doesn't teach anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I sometimes I feel like people look at Andrew and I like we're privileged, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm turning this around on me, but it, you can be diligent with your money. You can determine where it goes. You can. Is it hard? Yeah. Andrew and I both came from families who were not anywhere near rich. I mean, I think we talked about this last podcast. Like I paid my student loans through college, paid on, like we're talking about paid on the interest. I paid for everything. My husband, yes, he had money when I met him, but that's because he was just diligent with it and just did what he needed to do. And I I guess I've just already been there. Mm -hmm. I've been through that hard season and like, you're going through a hard season right now. And I guess I just want to be in the encouragement to say, you're not always going to be there. Yeah. It will get better and you will be able to buy those things that you do want, you know, that may make your life a little bit easier. Maybe you will get to buy that dishwasher one day that you think will make your life easier, but it actually won't. But that's just my opinion. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's, it comes to, if you need material goods, like your kids do need school supplies. You know, they're, they're already back in school by now, mm-hmm. but they do need school supplies or they may need new shoes. And that's the kind of stuff that you can go and buy, but you don't have to get the most expensive stuff to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. We have this, like, and like I said, this saving society, like, oh, don't worry. I don't, and this is not to hate on anyone. Okay. But with the student loans, People are like, oh, it's okay. I don't need to, like these past three years. Yes, there were some financial binds. My husband and I were in them. 
we still had student loans to pay because I didn't get on the half of my student loans didn't get on that government greatness. So I still had to pay $800 a month to my Sally May loans. And he didn't have a job. And what I have to say to that is, oh, I was going somewhere. It's real good. Oh, like I could have totally went with the, what do they do when they consolidate the loans so your payment's smaller? We could have totally oh, done you're that. paying the minimum amount. Yes, we could have totally done that. But that would that literally would have screwed us so bad later on in life. And lo and behold that I know six months later that we were going to sell our house. And we were going to make such a large profit. And if I would have done that, sure, it wouldn't have made too much of a difference six months down the road, but it could have. And I could have ended up paying more. And that's what I mean by this saving society mentality. Like, oh, don't worry. I'll just consolidate them and it's okay. I'll pay them off one day pay or later. I'll, I'll just pay the minimum payment. And sometimes people can only afford the minimum payment. But mm-hmm. I think if you're going through a season of life where you need to be frugal, at the end of the day, unless you desperately need the material good to get you throughout your day, like, Let's say your water heater goes out. You need a water heater. You don't necessarily need one. April's going to say you don't. But I ain't <laughs> taking no cold shower. That's for darn sure. It was Not only happening. a month. It was only a month of my life until I got a hot Yeah, but it was also like the middle of, you know, you do need a water heater though so your pipes don't freeze. Yeah. 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 So that stuff, like, yeah, you need to pay for it, but... If you're going through a season, don't buy the material good. That season of life where Andrew and I didn't have, even after he got a new job and we we were making more income than he ever had in his life, mm-hmm. which was super nice. We were still so scarred from when he lost his job oh, that yeah. we, did, we still didn't buy, just don't buy that material good. The season that you're going through right now, let it set you up for success later on you know and then even if you're not (coughs) living paycheck to paycheck like just you're trying to pay off debt pay off that debt because when you pay off that debt it no longer is got a hold on you anymore and that money you were paying per month to pay off that debt that's yours now and so that's just my inspiration. I like it. Material so goods are just, they're just material items. We don't need they're them. They're there and then they're gone most of yeah. the time. Do I love material? I, I grew up in a family that was soup. My family's so materialistic. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. Sorry. But it, they're so materialistic. They love stuff. My dad loves getting, loves stuff. He loves new shirts. Every time he preaches, he's like, Lisa, I'm going to need a new shirt, you know? <laughs> and he does. And like if we're going to an event, Lisa, I need a new shirt. He loves material goods and it can be fun. And you get that high. And when I get an Amazon package, I ain't going to lie. It feels real good. It feels, mm-hmm. it feels solid. You know what I'm saying? But that high only lasts for a little while. And then you're, if you're not in a good financial situation, you're left with that repercussion of buying that. And... You know, if you put it on a credit card, you got to pay for it later with interest. But 
Yeah. So I guess tips are if you want to buy material goods, get them secondhand, go to estate mm-hmm. sales, man. I'm telling you, there's estate sales all over. People's houses are just these old farmhouses. And I know not everybody's into that vintage look, but mm-hmm. you could find some I mean, you could find some stuff that I'm about to about to relay some secrets, but maybe not everybody lives by me, so or you, so you don't have to worry about it. Go to an estate sale, buy something, make it nice. And resell it because most of the times the estate sales, they don't, they're not, they're just like, I don't know, get to, went to a estate sale. They didn't have no prices on. They were like, I literally got 20 items for like 10 bucks. And I was like, oh my God, I just got a gold mine. I guess like, we didn't even talk about food, but that's a different topic, isn't it? No. Yeah, that's a whole separate day. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. Oh. Ha. (laughs) And that's why she's the smart one. No. Always has been, always will be. The organized one. I wish I could show you all my desks right now. I'm about to, as soon as we get off here, I'm about to... Organize? Revive it. Um, Yeah, I need to do that to my kitchen. Too much canning lately. But No, I mean... yeah, go ahead. I think today was a good good talk. Um, she yelled at me, so. I didn't yell at you. I got passionate. Jeez. That's her passionate voice. And I'm y'all, just, y'all you saw me in the screen, my eyes are like wide. I'm like, oh my gosh. Because I was me. like, it, no. Because I'm. So I, we all know that April oh. has a problem when she sees people. She wants to buy things. I'm just kidding. Yes. Really? I didn't know that about you. I mean, everything is comparison with social media for me, especially. Like, it's just, it's comparison of, like, buying the next weight loss thing because somebody's got the better body than you or whatever. Like, it's just everything, a lot of, not everything. I will... A lot of things on social media are advertised for money now. And when something is advertised for money, it loses, it can sometimes lose integrity. Yeah. Because people are interested in the money, because it's a business deal at that point. Even yeah. knowledge. Like, I w- when I was researching about like market affiliate marketing and all that they were talking about how just the the knowledge business of Mm -hmm. people paying just for knowledge is is like through the roof of just thousands it's it's a million dollar industry like and it's just growing at that point and and i'm not against it because i think knowledge is important but I'm also a firm believer that knowledge should be given freely in in as much as it's possible to. Well, because you can't just like volunteer all of your time away. But But that's what we said before in a podcast is like we knowledge is given, but it's the time we're paying for, you know, and 
I mean, I, I agree don't... with you. I was just talking about this with a friend last night because she was just saying how she's so over doing affiliate marketing. And in a way, yes, you can make good money off of it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like you were saying before, like these people, they may have used it once and they're just, t- I'm very, I've had some, I've had about five or six people reach out to me on uh, through Instagram and through my email saying, Hey, let's do, let's, let's do a business deal together. You know, you can be affiliate or blah, 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 or we can sponsor you for this product. And I don't, I mean, I don't agree with the product. So you want and I, no, I'm not going to do it. It doesn't matter if it's $100,000. I'm not doing it because mm-hmm. I I care more about my trust in my relationships with the people that follow me than I do about the money. And But affiliate marketing, it's so saturated. You know, it's better to be... Personally, I think if you're anything, I'd rather be sponsored than be an affiliate. But... Yeah. Because then you're like pressed. Like you said, you're just every day. Like I have affiliates with two companies. I have it with a protein powder company and I have it with a supplement company and I use both of them all the time and I love them. But I'm, th- I'm telling myself, oh, I need to get out there and I need to like tell people about my affiliate link and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be an ad commercial, you know, if people ask like it's on there, but yeah, it's on social media, you can get persuaded and pushed very much to do things. And I've done it before in the past to people. And it's a lot of times it is out of selfishness and wanting to make an income, you know? So. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like the same way. And maybe I'm going off in a weird, weird direction, but it's the only thing that my brain can like, connect it to but it's it's like casinos in my head they're in the same category of like yeah it's entertainment and it's fun for some people but there's a really geez my dogs are going off I'm sorry um okay I can barely hear them oh good there's it's a really slippery slope and there's things in this world especially when done intentionally to try and get people to do things where it can become addictive and people can get taken care taken advantage of and for some reason it's like pyramid schemes and casinos and it's all just kind of in that kind of it can get icky really quickly Mm -hmm. for me and and that's kind of why I stay away from it because it it doesn't always feel genuine and that's and that is not to say that there are not genuine people out there this is a me thing this is a me having probably trust issues because we're talking about me um but it's it just it can get that way sometimes and and I just don't like I have trust issues specifically with money too so it just I don't know it's a it's an interesting topic and I think if you're self-aware and you're intentional about what you do and what you spend your money on 
and the things that you have around you that are material, then I think you're in a really good place. I think if you get to a point where you feel like you have to have this material thing in order to feel good about yourself or to have validation or to have somebody else like you is when it gets into a more dangerous point because then is it really the material issue that's the issue or is it the endorphin high that you get from getting that material thing and 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 what you need to do as a person to self-validate or um, work out, work through some things in order to live your life and not feel like you need that instant gratification to continue on with your day. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say, like, if anything, that material good is not going to make or break the person that you are. No. And it's not like I just had Annabelle on my women's podcast who talked about vintage rugs and Mm -hmm. like she talked about how a lot of times people like when you move into the house like if you get a vintage rug like it's something you can always bring with you Mm -hmm. and she just painted this vision of you just have this empty house with just a vintage rug the vintage rug provides like a warm place to sit a place to congregate for the family and not saying everybody should just live on a rug and call it a day, you know, but if you do have furniture that you don't, I have furniture right now. My dogs have, they're not a lot on the furniture. Don't come for me. Anybody who's a dog person, sorry, don't want it. Um, but <laughs> they're not a lot on the furniture, but they get on the furniture while I'm not home. And their snot and breath have made these nasty, gross-looking. Like, it's almost like stains? Yes, stains on my couch. And I have a green machine, so I'm going to try to get them out. But the material is microfiber, mm. so it just doesn't go well. Yeah. And I look at those couches, and I'm like, I just want to get a new couch. Like, it yeah. is so ugly looking. Like I just, it, nobody wants to sit there. Like I'm not saying people don't want to sit there, but it makes me feel like my home's not clean, that they can't come and sit, you know? So I think we all have that in our house that we're like, oh, I just want to, I just want to paint this room or, oh, I just, you know, I want to rip down that wallpaper. Oh, I just want to rip up that carpet or I want to get a new chair or something. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Will it make you feel good when you change it? Yes. And like we we just went through and we painted our living room and it's blue and I love it. I love it so much. It brings so much to the room, but it didn't I didn't have to take anything out to redo it, you know? And just I guess you just live with it until you can yeah. afford to pay for it. And yeah. it's okay. Like look at you. Like you don't have any walls behind you. It's just wood and insulation. Yeah. For well, and I think I forgot to there bring this part There was an insulation up. before. Exactly. No, I'm not saying that, but it's like when Andrew and I, I forgot to bring this up, but when Andrew and I bought our first home, we lived under construction for literally the whole time we lived there. I think I brought that up last week. Mm-hmm. Is it fun? Is it 
pretty? Is your home very inviting? To you, it may not be. But it's not... It's not about how your home looks. It's not about all this stuff you have. What's really... And I think why I bring up the home a lot, because I feel like a lot of us are constantly trying to change our homes and trying to make them look like either we have money or we make them look nice or make them feel like it's our style and all of that. And maybe it's just not in the budget, you know? Yeah. But it's not ever about the material good that you have. It's about how you welcome people when they come through your door, how you make them feel. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It's about having, you know what? You may not have walls, but you have a warm <laughs> meal. Yeah. And that yeah. is all I needed that day, you know? Or you know, you may not have a couch to sit on, but we can sit on the rug and mm-hmm. we can have a cup of coffee and go from there yeah it's just you may not have the best car to drive but at least it gets you from a to b yeah and so material goods like do i like stuff yeah i like stuff it's fun mm-hmm. and especially with my husband gone all the time like i probably shouldn't be saying that as much as i do on this podcast people are gonna find me but no, they're not. um <laughs> don't find me i have a security system <laughs> And they will kill you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. Um, but I, uh, you know, it, it, I think um, material goods can also be, like you were saying, with hobbies. Kind of like a, a way to not. How I looked at it as for me is when I buy something, I have something to look forward to. And I don't have to think about the depressant, the depressive side of myself. It's a distraction. That, yes. I don't have to think about the hard. Mm-hmm. And now I just buy courses all the time because then I get to be in the community with other people and I don't have to think about how alone I am all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm taking this podcast real long, but it's okay. Just if you. <laughs> I guess if you do have a problem with material goods or buying things, like just look into why. Mm-hmm. Why am I buying this stuff? And figure out from there. Find don't blame other people because at the end of the day, you're the one making the purchase. Yep. You're the one saying yes. You have to go in and put that card. And if you've got your card saved on your computer, that's your first mistake. Delete it. One, if anybody ever breaks into your computer, you're effed. Two, like it's don't make it easy for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't make it easy. And remember that this season is short. You'll get through it. Mm-hmm. If you're diligent, if you keep screwing yourself, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you're just going to keep getting in it. I don't know what to say. I, I have no I advice. Help if you don't help yourself. I know. I have no advice for the wicked. So, oh, my husband's calling me. Not for the wicked. All right. Okay. Well, we are now. going to, yeah, we're going to end this here. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. Um, our podcasts, I feel, are 
they're becoming a lot more conversational and there's things that kind of come through the beginning to the end that it really morphs into much deeper conversations. Um, so if you're new here and you listened all the way through to the end, we are cre- incredibly grateful. If you have returned, we are incredibly grateful. Um, please like, share, repost, subscribe. All Rate the, us. Give us words. a review. Give us a review. If you don't um, like us, please give us a review because then we can we can grow from that. Yeah. Our, our current goal right now is a thousand downloads in a month. Um, just kind of a personal, personal goal for ourselves. Um, but yeah, we just are really grateful that y'all are here and we hope to see you next week as we continue on with the frugal fall season. Thank you so much and have a great week. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.